Montana. News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. A U.S. Senate committee Tuesday advanced a bill to fully fund the Land and Water Conservation Fund. Montana Senator Steve Daines was among Republicans on the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee to vote for the bill, which passed out of the committee by a 13-7 vote. U.S. Senator John Tester also called on Senate Republican leadership to bring the bill to the floor, where he predicted it would pass overwhelmingly. Daines called the move a possible breakthrough to achieving long-sought $900 million a year funding through Congress. The panel also passed a separate bill to finance nearly $12 billion in deferred maintenance at national parks. Earlier this year, Congress permanently authorized the LWCF, but President Donald Trump's budget allocated only one cent on the dollar for funding. Now the push is on to fully fund the annual budget of $900 million and make it permanent. A Senate floor vote on the LWCF bill has not been scheduled. The lack of funding has been a bipartisan effort. Instead of $900 million, the fund has been financed only to the tune of $420 million a year. Since President Trump has been president, it was funded at less than that, $339 million a year under President Obama. Several environmental groups have filed a lawsuit in federal court challenging the proposed expansion of the Rosebud Coal Mine, which supplies coal to the Coal Strip Power Plant. In June, a U.S. Department of Interior committee approved the expansion, which will allow about 68.5 million tons of coal to be mined from 6,700 additional acres. It adds eight years to the operational life of the mine that is now extended through 2038. The filing of the suit argues that the approval violated the National Environmental Policy Act and did not adequately evaluate the effects of the expansion on surface water the Yellowstone River, and greenhouse gas pollution. The lawsuit was filed by the Western Environmental Law Center on behalf of the Montana Environmental Information Center, Sierra Club, Indian People's Action, 350 Montana, and Wild Earth Guardians. The Rosebud Mine's only customer is the Coal Strip Power Plant. With two of Coal Strip's four units due to close early next year, and three of the plant's four remaining owners planning to stop buying power from it by 2027, Mike Scott, senior campaign representative for the Sierra Club, said those withdrawals make an expansion of Rosebud unnecessary. Quote, rather than approve expansion, Interior should have instead proposed alternatives that will help the community transition. That's according to Shiloh Hernandez, a staff attorney for the Western Environmental Law Center. Lewis and Clark County authorities have confirmed that a private plane had to make an emergency landing on U.S. Highway 12 near East Helena after it began losing fuel. Lewis and Clark County Sheriff Leo Dutton said there were no structural or personal damages or injuries. Dutton said the fuel loss warning began about 21 miles from the Helena Regional Airport. 
Pilot Max Dorsey told authorities he had fuel when he left, but the drain valves were stuck, causing fuel to drain out of the aircraft. Authorities say the plane was repaired, refueled, and flown back to Helena. Deputy Undersecretary of Agriculture for Rural Development Donald D.J. Lavoie has announced that that agency is investing $42.5 million in 133 distance learning and telemedicine projects in 37 states and two territories, including Montana. The USDA will provide the funding through the Distance Learning and Telemedicine Grant Program, the investments will benefit 5.4 million rural residents. Some examples of the projects being funded. In Ohio, the Lisbon schools will get a grant to create a distant learning center to offer classes to 850 students. In Owensboro, Kentucky, they will install telemedicine equipment at 10 sites to provide health care to 35,000 residents and 2,000 patients. A man told the Flathead County Sheriff's Office he reportedly received a scam phone call from someone claiming to be with the Reader's Digest and wanted to send someone to his house to talk about his winnings. The man said the caller threatened to break his legs if he failed to comply. The man refused to provide his address. He was provided a phone number to report the offending phone number. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. A welcome to our new listeners on ResCast Radio. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.